Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney, so what? Ah, it's the Friday episode, it's slightly late, uh, Friday evening, we've uh, we've had other things to do that we couldn't get to do this episode, well, perhaps it's for the best that we needed time to reflect and digest what happened last night yeah. in the general election. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Well, at the beginning yeah, of this episode, we could or? talk about football later. If we want to reflect yeah. on last night's uh, election results, we can do that first. I would yeah. like to talk about football because, you know, ultimately it's only football, music, Shelley, mm. um, Alvida, mm. Zane Pet, the coins. Being on a, and being on a roof. Digging. Uh, these are the things that ultimately digging. will get you through it. And... You know, these are the things that life are actually about. You've got to remember, politics is just one thing that happens. It's one thing. It's transient, isn't it? And they can't, they can't vote. They can't vote out football, and they can't vote out being on a roof. And they can't vote out digging, not leisure digging, or ghosts. No, is that? So I'd like to see know. them try. There was, um, I think it was Heath. Uh, in the early seventies, mm. his government tried to legislate against ghosts, but you'll never see, you'll never yeah. pass that through a British Parliament. Nah. Never. It was, it was after he'd, he'd gone up against the unions, yeah. and the unions had defeated him because there was the minor strike of the mid seventies, yeah. and they turned his attention to ghosts, yeah. just to, just to see a face. But of course, the and ghosts, it was an idiotic move. the ghosts had unionised by that stage as well, and they had a real had, yeah. firebrand northern ghost. Right, I think he was from yeah, Sheffield. Was the leader. And he was, uh, yeah. his his name was um, Fred Arkwright, and he was like, yeah. no, uh, you know, my, my my members have all voted resoundingly, and they will come out across the country, not just ghosts, mm. but there will be solidarity from our comrades in the union of zombies, werewolves, mm-hmm. and even <laughs> vampires, all of whom will come out in a general strike of the supernatural and spooky. We haven't we haven't got the witches. They're in a separate union, but we're still holding talks and we're hopeful that they'll join in Wh- at some point. Witches are scabs. No, I shouldn't have said that. That's unfair. We're still in talks with them no, and we've talks high are still hopes. ongoing. They're ongoing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Talks are still ongoing. There will be no, they're not scabs. There, we are hoping for constructive talks with Mr. Heath at Downing Street, beer and sandwiches with myself and other <laughs> key delegates from the Ghost and Ghoulies Union. <laughs> But if we do not reach an agreement, I tell you this, we will all be out on the streets and our haunting will be terrifying. We will be turning it right up. There'll be none of this benign ghosting that we normally do. We will be coming to you in the night and assaulting your faces. You will be shitting yourselves. The whole country will be shitting it for as long as this goes on. And I can tell you, I'm the last person to want this to happen. But it will happen. It has come to this. Yeah, so, it, so got, yeah. all I'm saying is, right, the things that really matter, whether mm. that be, you know, ghosts or holes or coins 
or music or any of the other things that give you day-to-day pleasure they carry on politics is not is one element of of our society and it's not actually as important or as relevant as as some people would have you believe it's surrounded by a lot of media largely because the sort of people in the news media are fucking nerds who follow politics the way that you know normal people like us follow football they're obsessed with it they're obsessed with the individuals in it they're obsessed with who's in and who's out do you know what i mean it's show business they always you say it's show business for ugly people and that's what it is robert peston who i've I've fucking had a few problems with this week robert peston is basically doing what he does for a living because he was unable to get any kind of showbiz job yeah and he sees what he does as being his equivalent of showbiz because yeah. he's not good enough to fucking and it, be Jarvis Cocker or everyone wants to be. They love being friends. They love you. Should, you know, I've been in the TV yeah. and radio studios, and they come in and they fall. They fawn over these fucking pompous politicians. And and listen, yeah. right? You know, politics when th- th- things that are happening in the world, the changes that are happening that will affect our lives, mm. the ideas that evolve into one day becoming reality. That's going on all over the world. And they're, they've been going on years and years and years by, by the time they reach the, the politicians. If you look at Extinction uh, Rebellion, right? Re- rebellion, yeah. That's been going on for years. That's been a build-up, a, a global network of people building up this campaign and their strategies yeah. and their thoughts. And slowly but surely, they have crept it onto the world stage, the world agenda, and made it a big subject of debate, not just for politicians, but for the other institutions that influence our lives. So, uh, you know, just as much such as big business. And so mm. there's a tendency to wake up and think that's it. And and some, to be honest, some of the response that I've seen on social media is nothing short of hysterical. And I don't mean funny. I mean insane. There's people going... Well, as- that's it. I feel like killing myself. And you think, don't be a fucking dick. Well, you're pathetic then. <coughs> that's it. We're all fucked and everyone's a cunt, right? And you're like, don't be ridiculous, mm. right? You are supposed to stand Wait, wh- for the for the progressive uh, uh, people, yeah. the loving people. Your neighbours, your friends and neighbours and people walking down the street, they're not cunts. Even the ones who voted Tory, a lot of them aren't cunts. These are just people with lives to lead who, who might be confused or flawed or vulnerable. You don't know why they've made their decisions. You don't know what they're going thick, through. They might be thick. Hey, they might be thick. They might be thick. And if they are thick, you know. But if they are thick, right, why are they thick? You should be compassionate towards thick people. Do you know what I mean? If you are exactly. as liberal and as left wing as you say, then you should yeah. be compassionate yeah. towards thick people and understand that they make decisions that might not be aligned with your own. Life, life I've goes seen on. Some the responses. world keeps turning, and people are still have goodness, and they can't stop us digging. That's all I'm saying. I've seen some responses today on social media, which suggest that there are certain people who, if food banks become even bigger, and you know, we're all of us just one or two life incidents away from mm. relying on a food mm. bank. Um, that there are certain people who might be standing on the door of food banks, asking the recipients how they voted. In the 2019 I know, election, it's disgusting. And then they, they would they would probably turn them away because yeah. you asked for this, yeah, you exactly. voted for and this, and they didn't. They cast one vote, and they cast their vote for yeah. all manner of reasons. They are not. I mean, yeah, you know, of course there's cunts out there. Of course there's cunts who, who vote Tory out of selfishness. But you know, to characterise all of them in the same way, it's no different from the way in which you might accuse 
the t- all Tories of being racist, which a lot of people do. They are, oh, they're all fucking racist, aren't they? That's why they did it. They're all fucking racist. Listen, it's best to see the good in people and understand that sometimes they make decisions that you think aren't necessarily for the best of them. But, that you know, we live in a democracy. We live, thank God, we live in a free country and everyone's free to make their own decisions and make their own mistakes, you know. And, and, if, and if we are respond you, with hate, you know, it's like Obama said, they go low, we go high. You know, there is no point running around with vitriol and hatred towards people who who voted differently to you, I don't think. It's madness. But having having said that, I would suggest that quite a lot of them are thick well, and quite a lot of them are racists as well. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. But certainly, <laughs> not, certainly not all of them. 97% there's, again. There's, there's millions not, of people of who them. voted, you know, and, and there'll be people who voted Labour who are thick and racist, you know. You get, oh, course, you get them yeah. on all sides. Um, but all yeah. I'm saying is, right, politics is not a big of a deal, as everyone thinks. It's a big deal, but it's no way the be-all and end-all. It's not the defining factor of the way we live, and it is not the defining um, It is not the defining element of the society we live in. It's not. You no, know, you're, sur- you're surrounded by good people. You know, you're surrounded by yeah. people doing amazing things with good hearts. And, you know, and if you if you allow an election result in which, let's remember, you know, not even the majority of the people in the country voted anyway. If you think that, that if that's going to turn you sort of against your own society, your own community, and convince you that you're surrounded by cunts and it's pointless and the country's shit and we're all going to hell... That's just that's that's the bigger shame than the election result in that it sours the minds of all of those people for whom the result didn't go the right way. In all honesty, there wasn't many ways the result could have gone that would have made a lot of us punch the air with excitement anyway. I suppose I Well, sp- I mean I was I was praying for a whole parliament personally. But I suppose, you know, then you, you might have had someone like Jeremy Corbyn or Joe Swinson in down, ten Downing Street, which wouldn't have been ideal. But I suppose it would have at least made you think, well, God, thank God people realise how awful these Conservatives are. But, you know, it might not have necessarily delivered you into a better scenario. It just would have seemed like some sort of justice against people like Boris Johnson and those that surround him. It's it's dead weird how the the reaction to it seems to have been. They've almost like echoed 2010 or 97 where one government has been overturned, one party has been overturned, and a new one has swept into power. And that's how it feels, because mm. they've broken this deadlock that we've had for so long. It, they're making it sound as if this is like some kind of rebirth and mm. a new dawn. Mm. And it's not. We've had nine years of these cunts, mm. and we've got another five now. I would tell so, you this much, though. I mean, listen, I think it's an awful result for I'm the listening. country. But, listen, in 2010... They didn't get a majority, so they were hamstrung on, on various different ways. You know, they were in a coalition. And then after that, they won an, a majority, not as big as this, but the, they were immediately derailed by Brexit because of the commitment yeah. that Cameron had made. And then yeah. that very quickly descended into 2017 when they lost their majority. So the truth is, mm-hmm. what they would say is that actually there hasn't been a proper working majority functional government in this country since Gordon Brown was in charge, right, in the last decade, over a decade ago, right? And 
Um, And so this is the first functioning uh, government with a majority who would also argue that that the economy for the next few months, at least, is going to be very buoyant, right? And and they've um, pledged against austerity and they will spend to try and soften the blow of, of Brexit. And Brexit's not going to really happen for another few years, because even once they've signed no, the deal... Overnight, is it? Once they've signed no. the deal, that doesn't mean Brexit's happened. It just means they've begun the negotiations, which will go on for the next few years, you know. And in the meantime, the economy's quite likely to pick up. So, you know, I'm not trying to say, oh, don't worry, guys, it'll all be all right. I'm sure it won't. It never is when there's Tories in charge. But it is like a revolution, because nothing... No government has been able to quite do exactly what they wanted to do for ten years. Mm. It's and like this, I said this the first time. I said that since two thousand and ten, the result has been none of the above. Yes, exactly. But and like you said, this now, is the first time yeah. when someone's got a decisive majority, and they can. And it's you've got a government who can actually go about their business and go right. Here's what we want to do. Now we're going to go and do it. Evil business. Yeah, and they've <laughs> they've got evil business to be doing. But and they'll fucking do but it. But it's not. Uh, it, it doesn't sound like austerity. Like when Cameron and Osborne and Nick Clegg came in, they said, "Thanks, motherfuckers. Now watch this. We're gonna fucking starve yeah. you all for a decade." And that, we've that's got not- this. We've sorted out this Thatcher tribute group, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're gonna love it. Watch this. Start starving now. Yeah, but uh. it's not gonna be like that. But I don't know what it's gonna be like. But just you know, listen. Don't don't fear love. That's all you can say. And don't fear, yeah. I knew spe- you were getting Speaking love, of yeah. which, you know, I did, yeah, I I know did release the T-shirts well. <laughs> that said don't yeah. fear love. And, and I did yeah. it on purpose because I knew what was coming. It never, it, you know, in my mind, it was never in doubt that the Conservatives yeah. were destined to win a, a healthy majority, right? And it was obvious from the campaign. You know, it was a, it was a really well run that's how, that's how you win elections that's what they just did they just showed you how to win an election it was brilliant mm. right and so they were always going to win and I knew that would be sad for those of us who all feel you know a little bit more progressive than those cunts <laughs> so I thought well I'll, you know I'll get the t-shirts now because it'll soften the blow for everyone don't fear love they're available that's now that's how and if you don't yeah. already subscribe to the Iron Fire Society the beautiful thing is if you do You'll be investing in a more positive and hopeful future for this country because that's yeah. what we bring to, to Britain. And also, you will get as a reward for subscribing anytime before New Year um, an automatic 25% discount off all the merchandise in our shop, including the Don't Fear Love t shirts, which I feel are going to play a very big part in rebuilding the fabric of our communities. It's, it- is is that Iron Violence Society members? Is it? That's for Iron Violence Society. So, so you join the Iron Violence Society, and then you admit, anyone can buy a don't don't fear love T shirt right now for normal price, which is eighteen pounds. Yeah. But if you join the IFS for which is our Patreon subscriber only service, in for which you get some would call it a grift, cr- couple, of, it a, 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 couple of extra <laughs> episodes a week and all sorts of other things, but you will also get a quarter of, of that price knocked off straight away to say thanks, welcome to the party, and well done for making a contribution to a better Britain. We're a, we're a bit like um, Aaron Bastani and Ash Sarkis Novara Media, but we try and chuck some laughs in as well. Because they flog t-shirts, don't they? I don't know if they charge Navarra Media, do they? You don't have to... 
Oh, they've got they've got a begging bowl. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, they've got they've got something going on. Yeah, yeah. there's it's definitely a grift. <laughs> but, uh, uh, do, hang on, do the the IFS members they also get forty percent off the IFS? IFS range only stuff range, as well, yeah. Don't they? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to buy IFS only, which is T-shirts and posters and probably more stuff coming out soon. In fact, I should put all of it on mugs. Posters. You can get IFS posters. No, no, of our logo, the IFS logo. Christ. Yeah. They've they've proved quite popular. But what's weird is the most popular merchandise over the last few months has been local Hardman T-shirts. Has it? Yeah, which is amazing. Saw a lot of people at the gigs wearing local Hardman T-shirts. A lot lot of them being bought for Christmas, is there? Yeah. Excellent. So, there you um, go. I mean, just know that if Corbyn had got in last night... Little enterprises mm. like ours, they'd be shut down. Do you know what he'd do? Overnight, he'd be yeah. over in yeah. Latvia, shutting down our factory, claiming all yeah. of the produce and getting all mm-hmm. of the money, all the profits, because he'd say that, you know, this grift is not the sort of thing that he wants happening under his regime. So think, luxury, let's think ourselves, think ourselves lucky, you know, because yeah. Boris is all behind the Latvian operation. <laughs> And I mean, I think it's 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 not unreasonable to say that Jeremy Corbyn and um, John McDonnell, Len McCluskey, and Seamus Milne mm. all need to uh, withdraw from public life as of now. Go and join Peter Purvis in the withdrawn yeah. from public life home. Yeah, please don't don't fucking sustain it any longer. Corbyn said he's going to hang around until the new leader's chosen, yeah. which I'm sure he'll have a very strong influence. On who it is. Yeah. He He's w- not just well, fucking he off now. What you've got to understand is that because momentum took over the party due to Ed Miliband foolishly letting everyone join for a couple of quid, right? Yeah. Jalapeño. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. It doesn't matter. They will have their own person. Corbyn was their puppet for the last few years. Now they'll just appoint yeah. another one. Don't think exactly. that anything's <laughs> going to change. Don't think they're going to suddenly go back and, and appoint a moderate who will be able to reach out to Middle Britain. More lessons have no, been learned. Forget about that, right? They they control the party, 
and they elect the leader and they will elect someone who basically comes from the same perspective as Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> That's what will happen. It's so funny that you almost want to cry, but there we Just are. Just find a new party to vote being, for. Um, yeah, should we set one up? Well, I mean, I did. I set one up last night on Twitter, yeah, me and you. Centrist the Centrist Dad, Dad Party. Yeah, we'd, lots of people so, would vote know. for us. But it's a pain we've in the arse. We've got about 40 retweets, I think. Listen, we've got about... We've got, we're doing five podcasts a week, right? And or as they're now known, party election broadcasts. Yeah, and we got loads of other shit you to know, do. All, all of our ad, all of our admin, and I don't know whether we've got time to also run for office, but we'll give it a go. Hmm. Yeah, we'll do our best. Um, I had me winter flu jab earlier today. How's that? That's why I'm late getting in. It was all right. Didn't really feel it. It's a bit sore now. I might pass out. But you might get the flu symptoms later in the day. I might do, I might pass out, I might shit myself. I don't know Lovely. what the side effects are. So that could happen during this podcast live. So just be warned. I um, I woke up in the night to have a shit the other night, which is something that right. I can't ever remember doing in my life. It's quite unusual, isn't it? Yeah. Really unusual. I woke up I'll only do that if I've if there's a if there's a, a, a problem, a stomach issue. Yeah, but I didn't have Otherwise, anything like I just woke up and thought, Oh my god, I need a shit. I'll have a shit. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. I was all bleary-eyed and sleepy. I didn't want to be doing it, but I had to. And exactly. There's nothing worse, is there? I know. You just it's 3 a.m. shit. And you're like, oh, why? This is so inconvenient. <laughs> I want to be asleep. I want to be asleep. And you're trying to not fully wake up, but you kind of have to. Anyway, the mistake I made was confessing to my wife. Uh, well, should you not have confessed? No. Is this something that you transgressed some kind of... No, it was, she, well, she wasn't angry. She's just been making fun of me about it the whole time. Night shitter. Yeah, exactly. Basically that. <laughs> uh, you rotten old night shitter. It's Oi, fucking how was your sleep? all over again, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how did you sleep? No shitting, I hope. <laughs> okay, now... Oh, I'm sorry about that. Exactly. That's not what Never marriage mind. is about. You're supposed to be able to just talk about everything and like, no, with no fear of judgment. Well, I've been fucking judged, all right, mate. Well, I think she's told. Kind of. I think I, she's I told the kids. I can't blame her. She's told the kids. Well, I, 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 I can't blame her. They're all looking you know, at ma- me funny. Marriage can be marriage can be adversarial at times. <laughs> it, it can. You're and, right. And you and you show a little bit of weakness like that by going for shit at three a.m. <laughs> you know, you've you've dug your own grave, really. You're right. It was a display of weakness. That's all it, it was. was. Yeah, you should have held it in. All it was. I should have shown some strength. <laughs> you know what? I should have fucking grown a pair and been a man about it and just lie there yeah. in bed until daybreak. I mean, because just of, sucked it in. Once it got to six o'clock, <laughs> then it's fine. Hold it until then. What's mm. three hours? Just hold it in for three yeah. hours, right? Like six a civ- the morning, like a civilized, yeah. but like a gentleman would do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Wait until you start to hear the birds singing outside, <coughs> then go for your life, mate. But before then, yeah. you're a fucking animal. You're a heathen. Right? Crawling across the floor to the bog. Yeah. <laughs> you might as you're like a caveman. Oh, no. Oh, no, no shit. <laughs> Disgusting. I was ashamed. I was ashamed and I was disgusted with myself. Quite right. I already had low self-esteem before this incident, and now it's hit rock bottom. It's all I need yeah. in the week of the election. Well, that's that's why we're here to talk about these things mm. and help you. 
Um, I woke up at three o'clock this morning, yeah. but it was because I'd fallen asleep with the telly in my bedroom on, and Saj- Sajid Javid was being no, interviewed. It woke me up. Yeah. So that was a little Javid. bit like having a shoot. Did you wake up but... and shout, Javid! Ah, Javid! It's in my room! Is this what happens now? Ah, Sajid Javid's Is... become a ghost. Is this what happens under a Tory majority? It, fucking hell. Yeah. I wasn't expected on night one. I'm here for your fucking... All the results aren't even in yet. I'm here for your bedroom tax. What? I've been no, counting I... your bedrooms. There's too many. <laughs> I'm going to want money. If not, you got to fuck off out. And we're going to turn it into luxury flats and sell it to Russians. <laughs> and they'll, they'll be unoccupied. You had a terrible nightmare where Sunderland was being gentrified. By some property developers. <laughs> That's what it was, yeah. And you were being run out of town by S- Sajiv Javid. <laughs> oh, man. If you've got so, any I mean, political look- dreams like that, don't get in touch with them. Don't care. Mm. What was the thing we thought about what we were going to suggest? I remember what it was mm. from a conversation we had the other day. A new topic. Uh, times when you've almost accidentally killed someone. Ah, oh, classic. That, yeah. that, that feels like a good one. That feels like the kind you wouldn't get on the Jeremy Vine show. Yeah. Which will be quite fertile ground for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today we're asking, so, uh, have you ever nearly killed someone? If you have, we want to know all about it. Uh, you, would you like to tell us the story about the time you almost killed someone, which triggered this the other what day? What was it? When did I nearly the kill golf, someone? The golf, dri- the golf driving oh, yeah. incident. So in 2002, I remember it was 2002 because it was in the build-up to the World Cup in Japan. My, That's how you measure time. My Yeah. Um, my oldest brother said, let's, let's go for golf lessons at Regent's Park. He lived near there <laughs> at the time. And I said, oh, I don't want, you know, well, you know my feelings on golf. I was like, I don't want to fucking do that. Golf's for cunts, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, come on, it'll be a laugh. They do it cheap. And it's like, you know, whatever. You buy a set of them, like eight lessons. He goes, it's just a driving range. Something to do in the summer. So I said, all right. So I went down there and there was driving ranges, which you'll be familiar with. And um, yeah. I had an Australian teacher and... I was just awful. I mean, I was like spectacularly bad. I could see that. And so was my brother. And I could see the look on the bloke's face after one lesson, just thinking, this is a fucking hopeless case. I'll never be able to do anything with this cunt. But he did, (laughs) he did say, yeah, come down on other days when you're not having lessons and just get a bucket of balls and just whack them. Cause this game is just about repetition, repetition. So I said, all right. So one day I had some time to kill. I thought, fuck it. I'll go down there. So I get a bucket of balls and there's a geezer next to me, American businessman, you know, sort of bloke you can imagine is called Chuck. Nice hair, white yeah. teeth, chinos, neatly pressed polo shirt, all the rest of it, right? And uh, anyway, I think I've exchanged a bit of small talk with him, you know. All right, cunt, that sort of thing. <laughs> American, <laughs> are you? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, what are you doing over here then? Flashy. What are you doing on my manor? Yeah. Flash cunt, are you? Let's have a butcher's at your watch. I bet it's a nice one. How much it cost? <laughs> right. Wow, it's one of them one that's got loads of little watches inside it. I bet you wow. can... Wow. I bet, I bet you can swim... I bet, do you go scuba diving in that, like in James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been in the sea. Not once in my life. <laughs> I went I to Mar- trust it. I went to Margate once, but nah, I wouldn't even paddle. You don't know what's in there, do you? <laughs> Sharks the lot, octopus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, be lucky. <laughs> uh, buddy, do you mind if I get on with my golf now? No, nah, sorry, I've put you off, confused you now, haven't I? Uh, go on, you get on with it, son. Right. 
Anyway. I'll stand there and watch. Pick up a few tips. <laughs> you don't mind if I watch it, do you? I might have a can while I'm watching. Do you want one? I brought some with me in this carrier bag. Do you like Fosters? They're a bit warm, but it's all right. <laughs> they're not very strong. They're good for daytime drinking, I find. <laughs> No, buddy, I, I don't then tend to drink before midday. Oh, all right, suit yourself, <laughs> snobby cunt. <laughs> Go on, then hit one. <laughs> Do you want to look at one of my dirty mags? <laughs> I just picked him out at the corner shop when I was getting these warm beers. <laughs> I got this one about, wi- I got this one, it's full of widows. <laughs> Have a look, it's you, really good. Do you like widows? <laughs> what? Widows, I don't know if there's an American word for it, but here we call them widows. <laughs> They're Doris's what? Geezers have died. And it's real shame. Yeah, what do you call... <laughs> They're, all... They're all sad, but they got their knockers out. It's weird, but I like it. <laughs> what do you call them in America? Death ladies. <laughs> Bereaved? Something like that? The ladies of death. Ladies of bereavement. <laughs> Is it something like that? Like the way you call rubbish garbage? Buddy, could you stop talking? I'm trying to... Practice my swing here. Yeah, That's sorry, why they come and hit some balls. Anyway, uh, but what happened was I started hitting the balls and it was useless. I'm missing them. I'm slicing them. Anyway, yeah. I hit one and I really connect with it, but I totally slice it. And somehow, through a miracle of chance and physics, it mm. it it hits a sort of a, a a metal ridge along the bottom of my section of the drive and spins mm. upwards at a huge velocity over the dividing wall. And directly into the eye socket of the American businessman, who lets out a cry that they probably heard three postcodes away, right? And uh, falls to his knees, clutching his face. And I've gone, oh, no. Right, I've smashed it in his eye. But how I did it, I don't know. The ball effectively took off ninety at a 90-degree angle from me. What did you say? 90, yeah, 90-degree. Yeah. It made no sense. And um, he's on his head, he's going, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. He's like, he was screaming and shouting so much, it was like, fucking hell. I think it might have gone right inside his head and penetrated his brain or something. Fucking so hell. So I, I run into the sort of, whatever you call it, the clubhouse where all the coaches are sitting around, and I go, yeah. someone come and help, someone come and help, there's been an accident. And they Shit. go, uh, oh, what's happened? And I said, oh, I've knocked a ball in someone's eye. And they all turn around to my <laughs> Aussie coach. It's not, it's- it's not the American businessman, is it? Ah, no. And they turn around to the bit to the bloke and they go, oh, he's one of yours, isn't he? And he goes, oh, come on, mate, let's see what's happened. So we go out and the bloke is like just screaming. You can't see the damage because he's got his hand over his eyes, clutching his face. Oh, my God, oh, my God. So he goes, so the bloke goes, it's okay, mate. We called you an ambulance. And he goes, I can't go to hospital. I got a plane to catch, right? Turns, <laughs> turns out the poor cunt. He was staying at a hotel opposite, right? And he had literally a couple of hours to kill before his taxi was turned up, take him to the airport, take mm-hmm. him home to his wife and family, right? And mm-hmm. he thought, I've got a bit of time to kill. Hey, I might just head on over, mosey on over to that uh, golf golf range across the road and mm. hit a few balls while I'm waiting for the taxi to arrive. What, what, what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? What's the worst that could happen? Then fucking <laughs> I've turned up, haven't I? And I've cracked him. (laughs) (laughs) First, he he heard the he heard the the of a can of Foster's opening at eleven a.m. and some geezer walking along with a bucket full of balls and some wank mags in a carrier bag. Oi, oi, sunshine! Yeah, me and you could be mates, couldn't we? (laughs) 
<laughs> Where are you from? America? Yeah? You got a gun? Bet you have, haven't you? <laughs> Come on, let's have a look. Yeah. I can shoot guns. Can you There's get... A, look, up there. Down the bottom end of the driving range there. I see a raven. <laughs> can you shoot that raven? Yeah, mate, right? Is it true that uh, in America... They've already released like Star Wars 7, 8 and 9, but we don't get it in Britain for another 10 years. Is that true? I heard that was true. Have you seen it? How many Star Wars have you seen? <laughs> hey, mate. So you nearly killed him. Hey, mate, you know in Dallas, right? You know in Dallas, right? What's the name of that car that JR drives? It's fucking mustard, isn't it? you got one of them. <laughs> you know, with the cow horns on the front. Does everyone have a car with cow horns on the front? Do they, mate? Mate, you seen Gremlins? <laughs> Fucking brilliant film, isn't it? <laughs> Can I come over and stay with you? <laughs> they have Just all write di- your address there. Don't- they have all different chocolate bars over there, don't they? They don't have like Twix and Snickers and that. They got all other ones, ain't they? That we ain't heard of. I could come over and have a load of them with you, couldn't I? Tell you what, write your address down on this widow's pool mag, and I'll come over <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we go Disneyland? How far's Disneyland from your gaff, mate? What is it, a drive or what? What, we drive it? <laughs> In your JR I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll come over with the space shuttle's due to launch. We'll go watch it together. We'll have a cracking day out, right? First first thing in the morning. I'll bring the cans. First, we'll go up the corner shop and get a load of them chocolate bars I was telling you about. <laughs> Right, we'll scoff all of them in the car on the way to Disneyland. We'll go on the rides, and then afterwards we'll go and see the spaceship take off up to the moon, right? <laughs> and then what I want to do in the evening is go up Graceland, you know, where Elvis used to live, and we'll just hang around near the gate see what we can see. <coughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, man. Um, so you nearly died, yeah? Well, I said, is there anything I can do? Oh, I don't know what to do. What shall I do? And they just went... He just went, I think you should go, mate. I think... <laughs> I, his lawyer turns up. I think it's time you left. And I was like, yeah. oh, all right. And I just thought, fucking good. I'm glad. I just went, all right, yeah. mate, see you later. I still got a few more lessons. He goes, yeah, I wouldn't... Let's let's talk no. about that. I think I think that time might be up. And I just never... Yeah. I never went back ever again. That was the beginning and the end of me in golf. Um, and apparently yeah, I did it's not it for everyone. when I called up the club and they kind of made it clear they didn't want me coming back I did hear that mm. the poor bastard had to stay in hospital he missed his flight obviously and he had to oh, stay yeah. in the UK for another few days in hospital having all sorts of things done to his poor eye so oh well so I nearly killed a man and so that got us thinking times you've nearly killed someone so get in touch. Send in your stories. Uh, top 5 yeah. time machine at gmail.com. Send us your stories. Have you nearly killed someone? Don't, if you have we... actually killed someone, don't want to know. No, we don't want to know and that. And also, no, 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 if you, no. if this isn't about times you've tried to kill someone but failed, because... It's got to be no. accidental, hasn't it? Yeah. It's got to be an got ac- to be accidental. accidentally, I accidentally nearly killed someone. That's what we'll call the it. The parameters, the parameters are very narrow on this one. Yeah, so we don't want this going the, like sex fails went wrong. Sex fails to begin with was yeah. great, and it went wrong. It went downhill quick, didn't it? It became I am a sex offender, and he is how. Yeah, so we don't want that again. Um, right, let's predict some football matches let's for the weekend it. before we go. Yeah. All right, here we go. Southampton versus West Ham. Two one West Ham. Fucking hell. Okay. Um, I'll go. Oh, I'm gonna go one one. Mm. And that's being generous to West Ham, yeah. I think. Sunderland, Sunderland versus Blackpool. Uh, 2-1 to Sunderland. 
two hundred. I'm gonna go one one again for that one. I should have gone first yeah, there. Yeah, really, sorry, you do the next two. All right, uh, Derby versus Millwall, which of course is result spots uh, team. I think that Derby will win that one nil. I'll say Derby three nil. <sighs> A lot of hatred there for the Millwall. Arsenal versus Manchester City. Arsenal, Man City. That's me again, City, isn't it? Yeah. Arsenal, Man City. Um, I think 3 0 Man City. Yeah, I'll say 3 0 Man City as well. Sorry. Okay. It's all right. Uh, Liverpool versus Watford. You want to do that one? Liverpool, Watford, 4 0 to Liverpool. 4 0 to Liverpool. I'm going to go 4 1 to Liverpool. Mm. And finally, Sheffield United versus Aston Villa. That's me first. I'll go for. Uh, 2-1 Sheffield United well I hate Sheffield United but I think they are going to win this so I'll say 2-0 oh of course you hit them don't you mm. yeah I forgot about that there, that's the results the predictions are that they are now uh, locked in uh, that's it from this episode it's been a week where on Monday a man stole a mobile phone from a TV reporter because he didn't want to look at the photograph that was on the mobile phone. On Wednesday, the same man hid in a fridge because he didn't want to answer any questions. And on Friday, that man now has the largest Tory majority since 1987. But listen, gang, they can't stop you gigging. They can't stop you digging, right? And they can't stop us coining. And they can't stop you listening to Top Flight Time Machine. So fuck them all. We're the 3%. Fight on. Yeah. We'll be back. Fucking just Just rest. rest. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.